0: Eric Garner,
1: John Crawford III,
0: Michael Brown,
1: Dante Parker,
0: Laquan McDonald,
1: George Mann,
0: Tanisha Anderson,
1: Tamir Rice,
0: Jerame Reed,
1: Frank Smart,
0: Natasha McKenna,
1: Tony Robinson,
0: Anthony Hill,
1: Maya Hall,
0: Philip White,
1: Eric Harris,
0: Walter Scott,
1: William Chapman II,
0: Brendan Glenn,
1: Jonathan Sanders,
0: Freddie Blue,
1: Joseph Mann.
0: Sandra Bland.
1: Albert Joseph Davis.
0: Darius Stewart.
1: Billy Ray Davis.
0: Michael Sabby.
1: Brian Keat Day.
0: Christian Taylor.
1: Troy Robinson.
0: Junior Prosper.
1: Patterson Brown.
0: Dominic Hutchinson.
1: Anthony Ashford.
0: Alonzo Smith.
1: Tyree Crawford.
0: Levante Biggs.
1: Michael Lee Marshall.
0: Jamar Clark.
1: Richard Perkins.
0: Nathaniel Harris Pickett.
1: Michael Noel.
0: Kevin Matthews.
1: Betty Jones.
0: Keith Childress Jr.
1: Janet Wilson.
0: Randy Nelson.
1: David Joseph.
0: Christopher Davis.
1: Marco Loud.
0: Peter Gaines.
1: Tori Robinson.
0: Darius Robinson.
1: Kevin Hicks.
0: Willie Tillman. Terrell Thomas.
1: Alton Sterling.
0: Philando Castile.
1: Terence Crutcher.
0: Paul O'Neill.
1: Jordan Edwards.
0: Aaron Bailey.
1: Rennell Foster.
0: Stefan Clark.
1: Antoine Rose II.
0: Pamela Turner.
1: Dominique Clayton.
0: Christopher Whitfield,
1: Eric Reason,
0: Michael Lorenzo Dean.
1: Brianna Taylor,
0: George Floyd
1: and many others
0: Hello everyone. We're back with another episode of its case, starting off with Colin Kaepernick, the hero we needed, but never fully embraced.:
1: So 2016 NFL preseason, Colin Kaepernick decides to sit during the national anthem.
0: And why did he decide to sit?
1: He wanted to believe, he believed in something and wanted to make a point towards it.
0: He believed that the racial injustice and racial oppression was unjust and unfair, mm-hmm. especially when the people who are supposed to protect us are actually the very ones killing innocent people.
1: Exactly. And he it wasn't about him. He, he made that very clear. It wasn't about him and what he went through. It was about people, other
2: people who didn't have a platform where they could speak.
0: And he even said during the interview, it's like, this is not something that's new. It's mm-hmm. something that's been mm-hmm. happening.
2: Exactly. I mean, ultimately, it's to bring awareness and make people... know, realize what's really going on in this country. There are a lot of things that are going on that are unjust, people aren't being held accountable for, and that's something that needs to change. That's something that, you know, this country stands for freedom, liberty, justice for all, and it's not happening for all right now. It is something that's evolved. It's something as I've gained more knowledge about, you know, what's going on in this country in the past, what's going on currently, these aren't new situations. This isn't new ground. It's things that have gone on in this country for years and years, and have never been addressed, and they need to be. Sit, continue to sit? Yes, I'll continue to sit. I'm gonna to continue to stand with the people that are being oppressed. Uh, to me, this is something that has to change. And when there's significant change, and I feel like that flag represents what it's supposed to represent, and this country is representing people the way that's supposed to, I'll stand. Specifically, what would you like to say? There's a lot of things that need to change. Uh, one, One specifically is police brutality. There's people being murdered unjustly and not being held accountable. Cops are getting paid leave for killing people. That's not right. That's not right by anyone's standards. You know, I have great respect for men and women that have fought for this country. I have family, I have friends that have gone and fought for this country and they fight for freedom. They fight for the people, they fight for liberty and justice for everyone. And that's not happening. I mean, people are dying in vain because this country isn't holding their end of the bargain up as far as, you know, giving freedom and justice and liberty to everybody. It's something that's not happening. And I've seen videos, I've seen circumstances where men and women that have been in the military have come back and been treated unjustly by the country they fought for and have been murdered by the country they fought for on our land. That's not right. There have been situations where I feel like I've been ill-treated, yes, but this stand wasn't for me. This stand wasn't because I feel like I'm being put down in any kind of way this is because i'm seeing things happen to people that don't have a voice people that don't have a platform to talk and have their voices heard and affect change so i'm in a position where i can do that and i'm gonna do that for people that can't and, ha- it,
0: and look been, at it now it's been continuing to happen mm, it's
1: been four years and nothing's changed
0: and uh, okay now during the first nfl like real regular season game he decides to kneel instead mm-hmm. of sit And why was that?
1: So what I thought was very powerful of him was listening. Like, a lot of people don't listen. They just do what they believe in. And he listened and realized that sitting during the anthem was disrespectful. So then he decided to take a knee.
0: Believing in your stance without listening and becoming educated and willing to make a change is just a broken mentality. Exactly. And he was willing to make a stance but also listen to others. Exactly.
1: He evolved and, like, made a better... Like, it was a better movement. And a lot of people were with him, too.
0: He even said during the interview, it wasn't about disrespecting the military it mm-hmm. was more about peacefully protesting exactly when those things hap- when those things are not no longer a concern when racial oppression and racial injustice is no longer happening he will proudly stand for the national anthem but if it's still here then it's still here even four years later mm-hmm. then why would he do it
1: exactly and then in 2017 september Donald trump trump goes on a rally in alabama and he calls the nfl players who take a knee sons of bitches
3: i love to see one of these nfl owners when somebody disrespects our flag to say, get that son of a bitch off the field right now, out. He's fired, he's fired. And
0: that's, that's just, our president. And that's just the theme of this four years during his presidency. It's been just mostly racial oppression, but at an amplified magnitude, especially when he entered presidency.
1: Exactly, it just, the system is flawed and it just keeps getting worse.
0: And not to even mention, like, the organization of the NFL itself. Mm-hmm. The owners, the coaches that are no minorities, mainly, predominantly whites.
1: Exactly. There's only three African-American coaches and four minority coaches in the NFL right They even
0: now. have a rule for coaches.
1: Mm-hmm. What do I, you think about it? I don't really like it because it's forcing the people to hire African-Americans. Like, if you're an African-American, I don't think you want a job just given to you. You want to earn the job on your own merit.
0: But what about well-qualified coaches like airbnb exactly not and, even getting that's a wrong draft.
1: that's what i'm saying it's wrong but there shouldn't be a rule to hire african americans it should already be indicated and implied
0: i like the rule but i didn't like the addition of draft picks mm-hmm. in capital with exactly. the rooney rule
1: because like it's like teams are doing it just so they get the bad draft picks they don't really care about the coach or like who it is which is wrong
0: they'll hire an assistant coach who's essentially the coach mm-hmm. but
3: you know, just to get the pick. Exactly, just the name is, is in yeah. the coach.
1: The NFL system is very flawed because it's a lot of billion, billionaire owners who believe that, have the same mentality as Donald Trump, our president.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And speaking of the owners, there was a vote by the team owners and NFL commissioner Roger Goodell having a new policy stating that players must stand for the national anthem or remain in the locker room. They cannot be on the field kneeling, sitting, anything like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is wrong. It's wrong, yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: If you look at even this year, Baker Mayfield and many other players are on the record saying that they're going to kneel this season.
1: Exactly. And I think that's a good thing because you're making a statement and everyone in America has a right of freedom of speech. So you're allowed to sit during the anthem, kneel during the anthem while like making your point.
3: As long as it's a peaceful protest, Mm -hmm, right?
1: Exactly. You're allowed to do that.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And even then from 2016 to 2018, there was a bunch of other players slowly, you know, Mm -hmm. making the same kind of statement that Colin Kaepernick did the Packers all stood in arm lock
1: exactly yeah. exactly people are understanding and w- which is a good thing but there's also players like Drew Brees who still don't know what's happening
0: and he still takes so much just to like slightly change his view mm-hmm. but we don't know if he's really changing his view but or we'll talk about exactly. that more later yeah.
1: May 2018 the NFL owners got together and voted that the players must stand for the anthem July they decided that NFL NFL came out with a statement where no rules related to the anthem will be issued for the next several weeks
0: the following day after the NFL released that statement, Trump tweeted that players should first face a one-game suspension for kneeling and then suspension for an entire season without pay for a second offense.
1: Just for kneeling.
0: Yeah, just for kneeling.
1: So no freedom of speech. Exactly. And what did he do just a couple of weeks ago when he wanted to go to the church in Washington?
0: He used the military and police force to pretty much get away from the protesters mm-hmm. and take a picture.
1: He, he attacked peaceful protesters and he tried to do the same thing two years ago.
0: He's not allowing freedom of speech mm-hmm. and even for things that are all right and the right things, right, right statements that these NFL yeah, players are trying to make. We're
1: losing our First Amendment due to our president, pretty much.
0: Exactly. It's just wrong. Mm-hmm. And only one warning offense and then you're suspended for the entire season without pay.
1: Exactly. But luckily, the NFL didn't stand with him exactly. and players were still allowed to get, allowed to like, stand for what they believed in. So Eric Reed got his job back. He got hired by the Camp Panthers. Colin Kaepernick still hasn't got a job
0: still hasn't right Mm -hmm. and then in 2018 of september nike releases an ad featuring kaepernick with the slogan believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything
1: i thought that was very powerful
0: very powerful that that commercial in in itself was our top number one sports moment of 2018
1: yeah like And, like, all the NFL, NFL players and NBA players, especially, like, the top NBA players, KD, LeBron, they all stood with him. They all started wearing Nike, uh, Kaepernick jerseys. Exactly.
0: All the athletes, including all the NBA players and even NFL. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They wore seven black black jerseys with the number seven saying, I'm with Cap" Because exactly. they have the same message as Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. And it just brings awareness with what he did. He sacrificed everything. And now he didn't have a job for, what, almost four years.
1: Yeah. And, and it's crazy because you would think that a guy of his caliber... Losing his job would mean like there would be change in a couple of years. And we still are in the same situation. George Floyd just had passed away because of police brutality.
0: Exactly. And now Colin Kaepernick. I mean, Roger Goodell said that he encourages teams to try out Kaepernick and have him potentially on the spot for a roster. Mm-hmm. But do you think he deserved a tryout, but not a, just a spot on the team? Yeah. He has to earn it, right? And
1: one more thing I'm not a big fan of is that none of the NFL coach owners have spoken up against, against what's happening.
0: Exactly. I mean, all the NFL owners have the power and money to make things, make things uh, like mean it.
1: Exactly. Like, if they, if they believed in all this, they could make an impact easily.
0: Exactly. All right, let's talk about Drew Brees. On June 3rd, he did an interview with Yahoo Finance saying that he disagrees with anyone who disrespects the flag and will never agree when they kneel during the national anthem. And this comment drew na- nationwide criticism, especially from his teammates even.
3: What do you mm-hmm. think?
2: I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point.
1: I think it was wrong of him to say that because we all knew from the start that it wasn't about the flag and Con Kaepernick made that very clear.
0: And he said never, he will never agree. I think that mentality of like, you'll never change or like thinking that even even the way using never is like a really broken mentality.
1: What yeah, it's, ve- it's very uh, ignorant.
0: Exactly. You should have the potential to change, especially with all the information that comes in and you should be aware of that. I mm-hmm. didn't go away with all the protests is that we all need to become more informed as well as more aware of all the injustices that are happening in our country.
1: Exactly, because like a lot of people like in like a lot of towns, like they don't realize what's going on because they don't face the problems firsthand. Like people like Drew Brees, like who come from a privileged background, like they don't realize what African-Americans are going through on a day-to-day basis. So him saying something like that is very like, like narrow-minded. He's not looking around and to see what's happening.
0: He's got to become more aware of the issue. And then at that point, then invoice voice his opinion. Exactly. Ignore to voice your opinion, saying you'll never agree with anyone when you don't know all the information.
1: And, and like one thing I liked of him, like when he, cause he apologized later on. So what I liked hearing in his apology was he's open to listening and getting the facts and educated him himself. If you're open to that, I think that that's a good thing. And it's a good, it's a movement in the right direction.
0: I also agree. And he also liked that. He said that back, we did this back in 2017. He knew it's the same type of thing. It was never about, the mm-hmm. but it was more about the economic oppression, racial injustice and police brutality.
1: Do you think he really feels like this, though? Like, feels this way?
0: I, I mean, I, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, especially with the most powerful types of players in the NFL, it's usually the quarterbacks.
1: Exactly. Because
0: they have the most power to make change, especially awareness for the NFL.
1: And not many of the quarterbacks have spoken up on this issue. I
0: agree. I mean, who has even tried to speak up you know, a little bit? Aaron Rodgers?
1: Only Aaron Rodgers, I think.
0: I think it would be really powerful, if I would say, if Tom Brady were to... It would be really powerful because he... like the, N-
1: the NFL players came out with the video, and the only quarterback we saw on there was Patrick Mahomes.
0: Exactly. I mean, and, and in general, it was mostly the African American NFL players. Did you see any players like who are white or
1: in the? Oh video? no, no, it was it was all like African American players, which is wrong because it's a whole issue. It's a global issue.
2: It's been ten days since George Floyd was brutally murdered. How many times do we need to ask you to listen to your players? What will it take? For one of us to be murdered by police brutality? What if I was George Floyd? If I was George Floyd? What if I was George Floyd? If I was George Floyd?
3: If I was George Floyd? If I was George Floyd? I am George Floyd. I am Breonna Taylor. I am Ahmaud Arbery. I am Eric Garner. I am McCormick I am Tamir Rice. I am Trayvon Martin. I am Walter Scott. I am Michael Brown. I am Samuel Bois. I am Frank Smart. I'm Philip White. I am Jordan Baker. We will not be silenced. We assert our right to peacefully protest. It shouldn't take this long to admit.
1: So, on behalf of the National Football League,
3: this is what we, the players, would like to hear you state. We, we, the, the National, National Football, League, Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the
1: National,
0: the National, National Football,
3: League, Football League, admit wrong in silencing our players from peacefully protesting. We, we the National, National Football, Football
1: League, League, believe black lives matter. Black lives
0: matter. Black, black lives, lives matter. matter.
1: Black lives. A lot of players are going to take a knee this year, such as Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, who've already stated they're going to do it this year.
0: I think compared to like four years ago, three years ago, it's going to be a lot more players. And the NFL is going to be like okay with that. I hope so.
1: And I'm glad Roger Goodell came out with the video too, to apologize about his actions four years ago.
0: Exactly.
3: It has been a difficult time for our country, in particular, Black people in our country. First, my condolences to the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of Black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe Black Lives Matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much needed change in this country. Without Black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of Black players, coaches, fans and staff, we are listening, I am listening, and I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. Now going off of Drew Brees' video, there was a reporter from uh,
0: Fox News, Laura Ingraham,
1: he wise said to seek political advice from someone who gets paid $100 million I mean, a, a year to bounce a ball. Oh, and LeBron and Kevin, you're great players, but no one voted for you. Millions elected Trump to be their coach. So keep the political commentary to yourself, or as someone once said, shut up and dribble. Well, he's allowed to have his view about what kneeling and the flag means to him. I mean, he's a person. He has some worth, I would imagine. I mean, this is beyond football, though. This is totalitarian, totalitarian conduct. This mm-hmm. is Stalinist. And by the way, on the streets of New Orleans, we're looking at live pictures. They're yep. shouting, F. Drew Brees. Wow.
3: That's, that's amazing. That's to what me.
1: this moment has done to the beautiful team this spirit is,
3: of the New Orleans. This Saints. is a great, he's a great Christian man. And so hypocritical, ironically, and so <laughs> hypocritical.
0: She also was the one who told LeBron James, as well as KD during their interview in 2018 with Carrie Champion to just shut up and dribble when they voiced their opinions on Donald Trump. Why well, me people too,
1: right? See, this, these are the double standards we face in America. When a white man does something, it's okay. He could state his political views. But if an African American states his politi- political views, oh, he's just a basketball player. Go do your job.
0: It's inherently a, a violation of the First Amendment, right?
1: Exactly. And that's the same flawed system we're living in. That's just a basketball example. But the same thing happens with the police members. If a guy goes into, if a white man goes into a shop and gives him a counterfeit money, it's just a joke. And he's going to tell the same joke throughout his parties. But if an African-American goes, does the same thing, he might get killed. Exactly. So we've seen over the past four years that Trump's been against kneeling against the flag. So when Drew Brees came out with his comments, Trump was there to back him up. But luckily, Drew Brees stood against him and spoke up on the issue. He said, through my ongoing conversation with my friends, teammates and leaders in the black community, I realized it's not an issue about the American flag. I think this was very powerful because he stood up against pretty much the bully.
0: That was always the main issue. When Kaepernick nailed. they always asked him, what do you think about disrespecting the soldiers and... Military who's fought for this country, but he always stated that it was never about that and disrespecting the soldiers and military. But it was always about disappointed with Roger Goodell. Country, I was very disappointed with Rodriguez because
2: he's exactly. a warrior, and uh, he just caved under the pressure. You know, a lot of warriors they cave under PR pressure because his manager said, "Oh, this isn't right," and his teammates said, "This isn't right," and everybody said, and all of a sudden he's out there. He not I don't believe he believes his second
3: statement well, as well, much. By the way, he may believe it. And recently, President
0: Donald Trump says New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees will regret apologizing for what he said. He'll never agree with anyone who disrespects the flag.
1: Which is wrong because I feel like Trump needs to open up his vision, just like Drew Brees just did.
0: Well, especially if you're the president.
1: Exactly. You can't have like a you can't have a tunnel vision. You got to be able to look or look and see what's going on around you.
0: So he said this on his son's YouTube channel, but. Just to put him in quotes, he said, I was going to put out that he'll regret that in the future years because you stand for the flag. You have to stand for the flag and the anthem, our national anthem. You have to stand. And I think the NFL is going to have a lot of problems if they don't. That's just still, the, again, the same broken mentality of you have to, you're never. Mm-hmm. Those absolute words are what's going to like make this cause harder and harder to fight.
1: Exactly. But I think it's going to be, like, in my opinion, I think this is a great movement for the NFL because it's going to bring a lot of players together.
0: Now it'll be more of a majority as opposed to a minority for fighting for racial oppression and racial injustices.
1: Yeah, and I feel like even the white players on the teams, like, they all go around talking to their minority players and try to understand their situation more now. Exactly. They don't know what goes on in their situation, but, like, if you go ask them and talk to them about them, you could get educated in that way.
0: Exactly. So let's end off this episode with trailblazing African-American athletes who made a difference.
1: So let's start off with Jackie Robinson, one of the big, big ones in baseball. He broke the racial barrier as the first African-American in Major League Baseball. He faced a lot of injustice and still kept fighting. And now we celebrate Jackie Robinson Day on April
0: 15th. And Jesse Owens, a trailblazer in track and field. A lot of track and field athletes today know the history of Jesse Owens and regard him as the best track and field athlete of all time. He was at the Berlin Olympics in 1936, won gold in 100 meters, 200 meters, 4 by 100 meters, and long jump, all in front of Adolf Hitler, whose main theory at the time was that there was Aryan superiority, but he really broke that idea because he was an African-American shattering world records and winning gold medals.
1: Next, let's talk about Serena and Venus Williams, two African-American sisters who broke the barrier in tennis and now are at the top of their game and who have also paved the way for other African-American athletes to join, such as Noemi Osaka, Sloane Stephens, and Coco Goff.
0: Now let's talk about Muhammad Ali, probably one of the biggest boxers who actually made a difference with his platform. He exercised his freedom by not going to the war, the Vietnam War, but rather saying that he is not in a quarrel with the Viet Cong.
1: LeBron James, who we all know and we see what he's done day to day. He's opened up a school for young kids in Akron, Ohio, where they can't afford to go to school. He keeps using his platform to keep talking about racial racial injustice every day.
0: Maya Moore, one of the top WNBA players and best at her craft, found her calling by retiring from the WNBA in 2019 and fighting for criminal justice reform. She aided a inmate, Jonathan Irons, who was wrongfully convicted of burglary and assault in 1998. And he had his 50-year sentence overturned.
1: Lastly, Colin Kaepernick.
0: So he sacrificed it all, his starting position with the 49ers, all for a cause that he believed in. And nothing has changed really from that year to now. And it's more the reason why we have
3: to keep continuing this fight and not let any foot off the gas.